0: During civil unrest in Egypt, a group of archaeologists are digging up a pyramid under the sand. They decide to go inside to investigate, only to find there's no way out, and something is hunting them down. Hello, everyone. I'm Caleb Boucher. I'm Connor Izagary. Welcome to a new episode of Beyond the Bad. All right, so today we'll be talking about the 2014 found footage horror film, The Pyramid. For those who want a very quick summary that you don't have to watch like an hour and a half documentary on, um but do so if you will after the monster success of paranormal activity in 2007 and yes i'm aware of their found footage before this but in this case after that film hollywood doubled the fuck down and started releasing so many found footage horror films after this being one of them granted it came kind of at the tilt end of that particular cycle but still you know out of it you know like anything that happens with this and horror and like um big budget hollywood back horror films. Sometimes you get some good films out of it um, and sometimes not so good, which is where this one falls in. Um, but with that, before we kind of like essentially shit on this because we both collectively hated this film and thinking into like this subgenre a little bit, I want to kind of pose this question. How do you feel about this subgenre personally, you know, found footage horror films and got any favorites that kind of came out of it? I, I, I like found footage when done correctly, but the problem
1: is it is so rarely done correctly. It's so easy to produce that. I feel like most of the time no one gives a shit about the content. Uh, All they care about is the return. And, you know, that's, that's okay if that's what you want, but most of these, it's hard for, for these to kind of stand out. You know what I mean? But I do have a few that I do like. Um, one I discovered through the, uh, the Filmgasm podcast a couple of years back, As Above, So Below, which uh, came out in 2014. Actually, very similar plot to The Pyramid. <laughs> it came up uh, later on when we do What's in the Box. I, there was a lot of comparing to As Above, So Below, a lot of puns, if you will. Oh, wow. uh, like one of them, I didn't include this in my, in my uh, reviews, but one of them was uh, As Above, So Below, My Standards. or some some shit like that but um yeah as above so below is this idea done correctly instead of egypt it's the the paris catacombs and it's such really creepy movie um record 2008 from spain brilliant found footage zombie movie really cool um they're watching 2016 uh found footage film deals with witchcraft Really liked this one. I went in with zero expectations. This ended up being a super creepy and kind of oddly funny movie. I don't know if you've seen their watching. I haven't
0: seen that one. Actually, I actually haven't even heard of that one.
1: It might still be on Netflix. It was a few years back, so I don't know. But it seems like one of those movies that, like, once Netflix has it, they forget they have it and it'll never leave.
0: Yeah. It's like they forget and then it disappears in the fucking algorithm yeah. at some point.
1: But... It's it's got one of the craziest climaxes I've ever seen, where shit just goes off the wall, and then um, Willow Creek, 2013, uh, Bigfoot movie I, I showed you when I was up. Uh, yeah, this movie's creepy as shit. Very well done in like how they utilize Bigfoot. Uh, so there's a those are four found footage films I really like. I, you know, Paranormal Activity is great, Blair Witch is great, but I like to kind of you know shine a light on the little ones sometimes.
0: Yeah, no. i I'm, You show me real quick. I'm actually really liking that movie a lot. Um, I'm with you. I, for the most part, I do like this subgenre. It took me a while because, um, as you know, I'm a massive Saw fan, and Permanent Activity effectively did kill the franchise for a while because um, it came out and was. It came out in October, which was at the time Saw was coming out in October every year, and it like it just that movie made a shit ton movie, and that Saw film that came out that year made significantly less. So, you know, me being a fucking dumb teenager, I think, like, maybe people are just tired of Saw. Here's this new thing that they want to watch. You know, put two and two together, right? I just went, it's taken away Saw it from me. How dare you? So I had a little animosity at first, but as I got older, I, I hope wiser, I think at least. Um, I grew to really appreciate the subgenre and to an extent, a good chunk of the Criminal Activity franchise. There's a couple of films in that franchise I myself just not into. Um, but I like, I think what I like with this subgenre is like. you can take it and make and really go for that realism the most out of any subgenre. Like it, that's the idea, right? Is we want you to think this is real and how you can play with that. I think, yes, you do have your studio films that just, they're trying to get a quick buck out of it. And they're not trying it. it's lazy and it shows, but especially on the indie scene, you get like some really good stuff where they are experimenting with it and trying to like push the boundaries of what you can do with it. And you've seen that to an extent with things like um, Unfriended and The Den and movies that actually push it even further than what you would consider found footage. Like they're incorporating computer screens and it's all taking place on Skype. And it's not traditional found footage, but it's definitely within that realm, right? And you can tell it's taking from that to push that realism further. So I think if you get a lot of creative people involved in this, it's one of the better subgenres, and it can be really creepy because of that realism they go with a lot of times. Um, for me, some of my personal favorites uh, off the top of my head because I was dumb and didn't think- do a list, but um, massive fan of VHS. Specifically, if I would pick, I'd say 2 is still my personal fucking favorite. Um, what they do to make an anthology v- uh, found footage film is fucking stellar. The wraparound's okay, but the fucking like actual movies they put in there are fucking good. Um, very good film my favorite film being Safe Haven holy shit does that one go places Um, another one that I actually saw recently I saw back in 2020 during the pandemic The Taking of Deborah Logan Mm. Um, very good film that actually makes you wonder if like is she actually possessed is it a disease like it constantly kind of throws that question at you like is it real is it not real Um, really good fucking movie with I know if you probably, you probably heard that film, you probably know the image has been plastered all all over the place, was from that film. So that's a that's a big one for me. And then besides that, like, yeah, I'm into like you know, I got. If I were to pick a Paranormal Activity film, I'd say you're the mark. Yeah, the marked ones has always been a personal favorite, found footage film of mine. I think that one just has the most fun, the the series ever fucking had, <laughs> and. Yeah, after that, I'd say something like, you know, yeah, obviously the original turn Activity, I'm not the original. I meant uh, Blair Witch Project. Um, I am a fan of the 2016 one. I know a lot of people like to shit heavily on Blair Witch. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it actually just ups everything from the original film and shows a bit more, so it's a little bit more exciting for me. But I do love the original. So yeah, there's a couple that I enjoy.
1: Nice. I've uh. I think I've seen all those. Um, Paranormal activity is going to be when we finally do tackle that franchise. I feel like half of it's going to be on Film Yasm and half of it's going to be right here.
0: I mean, when I was doing the math in my head, I was like, cause I, I finally picked up the fucking list, all six, whatever. I picked up the set for like 15 bucks on Blu ray. And yeah, I was doing, I was like, literally, like half the franchise is good, considered good by fans across the board. The other half is considered, considered shitty. And I was like, because I know the first three, everyone likes, fans like, and the marked ones. So those are the four that are like fan favorites that are actually like, liked. And then I would say four, Ghost Dimension, and now the new one are pretty hated.
1: Yep. It's, uh them's a the breaks. But um, yeah, well, it's the thing about these movies, this found footage is they're so easy to make they're so cheap to make and they they almost always make their money back so i get the investment but i do like when they put a little bit more thought into the characters and the story and we get something worthwhile that i would want to watch again and that's you know the same my same thought process with every movie is i would i I would want to watch this again
0: oh you know one i like i just fucking remembered it grave encounters the first one
1: that movie was so fucking creepy
0: Yes, that was when I forgot. I sure that's another good small uh little one that not enough people have seen. Very if you are like me and you fucking hate those goddamn ghost hunter shows, and this is someone that watches a shit ton of paranormal TV shows, like paranormal caught on cameras playing on my TV right now. Got the sound turned now so you can't hear it. But I do watch all these paranormal shows. I can't get into the fucking ghost hunter type thing. Like every time, like, did you feel that? No, because I'm watching the fucking TV, you idiot. Did you hear that? No, because again, I'm watching it through a fucking TV. I don't know. <laughs> I don't see what you see. Like, God damn it! How they play up that in that movie before shit goes sideways. And yes, it goes in there fucking creepy as hell. Great movie. I don't. I don't. A lot of people hate on the sequel. I don't mind it. It goes a lot more batshit insane. But that first one's really, really good. Did you catch um Host on Shutter Twenty Twenty? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was, that was yeah. If you want uh, fun and like a haunted house attraction, one uh, two off uh, the houses October Built and um, Hell House LLC are both really good found um, footage ones.
1: Cool, cool. We'll keep those in mind. Um, one that took me a while to get on board with was uh, Cloverfield. Oh,
0: uh, okay. I was on board pretty much the first time I saw it. Personally, I didn't care for it the first time
1: because that was my first found footage film, and it gave me motion sickness. <laughs> Cause I wasn't on, I didn't know what to expect. I was, I'd never seen a movie like this before. I saw it at the movies and I was like, oh, this is making me sick. I watched it like 10 years later on Netflix. I was like, this pretty, pretty damn good. Like, this, this is good. This is creepy. I like this. So, yeah, I got on board with Cloverfield eventually.
0: Oh, fair enough. That's why I say, like, you know, when there's love put into these films and like they push what you can do with it, they can be really good. Um, It's just, it takes love. I think, and then like in this film specifically that we'll be talking about, pyramid is the case of that opposite that we talked about, the ones that are getting pushed out by the studio because they can make a quick buck back from it that just dominated. And we're going to have a fun little thing. We'll probably, we'll talk about some more intent on some of the fun coming up in this episode. Before we go further, I do have one more
1: shout out I want to throw just because it's so, a lot of people probably won't think about this one. Because it's not a movie. It's an episode of a TV show. Season seven of the X-Files. They did a crossover with cops that they called X-Cops. And it was a fa- found footage X-Files episode where they're hunting some sort of shape-shifting creature in this neighborhood in, I think, LA. And it was so creepy and so well done. You never actually see the creature. You just see the aftermath and hear what people thought they saw. But that was probably the beginning. Like That was probably the first found footage horror or anything.
0: No, there was something. Uh, dog Manny dog. I think is what it's called. Manny dog. I've you heard of it. I mean, it's something. Was the '80s for Cannibal Holocaust. Oh yeah, that's true. I always thought Blair Witch Project
1: was the beginning of this whole thing, but I guess so, I guess
0: there were films before it, right? So like, Cannibal Holocaust was a, a big, uh, big one in it, in that it had it in the movie. It still tells like an actual like story, and then it goes you know, flips back to the found footage segments. Um. And I want to say man, bite dog, man, eat dogs. I'm like, I got to look up the title again. But one where it's like a crew is documenting a serial killer. You got to look it up the title to give you the actual title. I'm supposed to be a really grim, dark, fucked up movie. Um, That was another big one. What Blair which why? It just was the most, humong- it was hugely successful. That was the thing. It brought it into such a fucking, to different trash problems because it was such a huge shade. It was such a big um thing that. Found footage became a much more known commodity, and then Paranormal Activity was significant because it kickstarted the wave that happens. Even though Bill Bill White's fucking was his hit. It didn't really kickstart a wave of found footage like okay. there wasn't a shit ton of them coming after. Like there were when Paranormal Activity launched.
1: Freakiest one I ever saw was the Poughkeepsie tapes.
0: Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah,
1: that's one of the most disturbing films I've ever watched. It's it's, it's too it's too real.
0: Yeah. So like I'll admit, I don't know if this shows how jaded I wasn't super fucked up by watching that film. I remember just kind of going, "Okay, I don't see why i was freaking out," but that could just be me.
1: That's just um, you because I, I had to take a shower afterwards. I was like,
0: "Yeah." And see, I was I was fine. But with that with that said, there was one scene that did really get me, and that's when they, they I think it was a Girl Scout, goes to sell them the cookies, and you, he's she's in the house, and I was legit like, "Oh my god, get the fuck out of there!" Or like. Get out, and then when she leaves, and he uncovers that fucking blanket, and it's the chick acting as the table. Oh my god,
1: Jesus Christ! Yeah, there's some there's some really powerful acting moments in that film that convinced me. I, I, I had to look up the actors afterwards just to, just to confirm that they weren't dead. That this wasn't a snub film. Like it really got under my skin.
0: I was, I, look, I again, I watched like a lot of fucked up movies, so. I don't ever take away if it doesn't get me like that, but I can see why people will get fucked up by that. Like They did a good job making that feel so real.
1: Very nice. Good. It always feels good to spotlight what the films we talk about on this podcast should have been like.
0: Exactly. Like I said, this is the exact opposite, but all those films did so well. And again, we got some coming up. We'll talk a little bit more about some more films here. Before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about like the development of this film. Mainly because there's not a lot. So I kind of wanted to get it out of the way. Um, so this film, I what I remember when I was looking it up, it's kind of confirms that for the most part, this was just kind of made secretly. Like they didn't, there was not a lot of promotion when it was getting made or anything. Like a trailer just kind of came out of nowhere. Audest popped up, like, hey, he's producing this new found footage horror film. Here's the trailer. And the film kind of came out like a month or two after that. Like there was not very much lead up. And that you would think, okay, cool, they're, they're that confident and it's going to be this huge and people are going to love it. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. It comes out, it bombs at the box office and gets critically reviled by the critics, which leads me to you and the Rotten Tomatoes scores and what you would possibly like to bring up with that. So why is the pyramid here? The
1: pyramid is here because it has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 21% audience score. The consensus reads: poorly lit and thinly writ. <laughs> the pyramid houses little more than clunky dialogue, amateurish acting, dusty found footage scares. I'd say that's right on the money.
0: Yeah, yeah. I look. I will say this: not like the worst performances of dialogue I've fucking ever sat through in a horror film. Because you know me, I've 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 seen a lot. I've seen a lot. <laughs> um, but at the same time, yeah, it's not good performances. It's not good dialogue. So I think, it's like, it's not the worst, but it's also not good. What bums me out the most is that
1: the premise is so good. It's such a great concept. A pyramid thousands of years earlier than, like, the Egyptians uh, is discovered, and there's something in there that was locked away. That's incredibly intriguing. and I want to know more. So the fact that this ends up being a pile of shit is really unfortunate.
0: Yeah, the plot's intriguing. It had Aja's name attached to his producer. It had Dennis O'Hare off of, like, you know, American Horror Story, which is how I came to know him, and loving him and his commitment to, like, whatever he has to do for that show in each season. So I'm thinking, oh, shit, there's some good, like, things attached to this. We're, we're, we'll be fine. No. Oh, God, no. Like, Aja, I don't know if it was, like, a name-only producing or what, but I was amazed that he attached his name to this. The premise primi- the, the um, is squandered completely, like, immediately almost. And Dennis here, like, he's not terrible, but his character is fucking awful.
1: Yeah. The, nobody ever acts like somebody would in a situation like this. Everyone's, like, the fact that, every, like, when they're trying to escape this pyramid, Knowing there's some creature hunting them down, the fact that every five minutes they take a minute to explain some archaeology and be like, "Wow, look at this!" Like, no, that's not, I, I do love that the one cameraman's like, "Dude, could we not do this right now?" Like, he's the he only un- one who's
0: kind of acting like you would. Yeah, he, and he was actually my favorite character because he's the only one that was like, "Can we just get out of here?" Like, like why are we? Why are we doing all this stupid stuff? Um. Yeah, it just, no one acts like a fucking character in this movie. Um, and uh, there's just, there's a lot of stuff wrong now. I can't wait to talk about it as we kind of get to our awards. But yeah, there's this, this, I've never, like, I've seen bad horror films, right? And usually what it is, it's like complete ineptitude from the very beginning to the very end. And this is a prime fucking example of that complete ineptitude from, like, the found footage, which I'm putting in fucking air quotes right now. Mm-hmm. Um to weird decisions made by characters. Again, having someone like even here who's actually acting pretty good, but you give him the most unlikable character you can. And you're probably thinking, well, he plays unlikable characters in American Horror Story. And you're correct. But he makes them fucking likable in American Horror Story. <laughs> he knows how to do it in that show. So I don't know why he couldn't do it fucking here. Um and just and then outside of him forgettable characters and oh god the fucking look spoiler warnings for those of you who are so curious on seeing this movie but fucking Anubis oh oh, oh.
1: yeah I will have a lot to say about Anubis when we get to our our awards here but yeah Same. same what a terrible way to disrespect a god and I'm like you know we've seen Anubis done correctly look at the mummy films like, while not a character, his presence is certainly felt. And it's just, yeah. this is the best you could do. Uh, unreal. I mean, how much does a mummy costume cost? You could do a mummy thing,
0: make more sense. The fact know. that the mummy from the 30s looks better than your fucking Anubis in a 2014 film is sad. Anubis looks like
1: the way Anubis would look in a PS2 game in 2003.
0: God. <laughs> i'm thinking of god of war like i'm just wrecking him in god of war right now <laughs> take that statement how you will if you haven't played god of war um but yeah that, that's it that's that's legit like there's not much on this film um it is literally like it got made successfully that much was successful got made but it came out it bombed no one liked it and it quickly vanished from sight. I don't think even Aja talks about this movie.
1: So aren't those the best movies to talk about on a show like this, though? The movies that had such high hopes for the studio did so fucking horrible that they bought they buried it. And here um, we are digging up its corpse and kicking it.
0: I almost want to be like it was Fox, yeah, it was Fox. Be like, hey, look, Fox, we found this. Actually, I don't think they care now that they got Disney. Like, oh whatever. You <laughs> got Disney money now. Um yeah, if
1: anybody knows how to bury the bodies, it's fucking Disney.
0: Yeah. If anything, they'd be like, we will really bury this fucking thing for you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, well in, in spirit of the fact that one, there's just not a lot of share on this movie, and two, we're talking bad found footage horror film here. I came up with a fun thing earlier and we could text you about, and we are gonna pick our top five personal worst found footage horror films, specifically horror. Um one, to narrow that down. And two, just in the fact that this is a horror film. I didn't want to sit there and be like, well, let's think outside the box. I know there's shit like Chronicle. And so it's not that Chronicle's bad. I actually do like that one, but it's obviously not horror. Um,
1: there are so few non-horror found footage films. Like, it's not even a thing, really. Like, Chronicle, happens, maybe like, like Profile, are the only ones I can think of.
0: It happens like once in a blue moon. Even Profile, like, I would say is adjacent. Yeah. Um... So it, it happens once in a blue moon, but not often. So with that said, top five five first final phrase horror films. How about you start off, Connor?
1: Sounds good. My number five, I saw my number five and my number four at the movies. So there was a little extra burn that not only did I not like the movie, it cost me financially. Uh, number five is Apollo 18. Um Again, a great premise. I think this came out in 20... Might have been 28... I don't fucking know. 2016, 2015. Take take your pick. I don't care. Um, It came out. Yeah, it came out. (laughs) Trust me. This is a movie... Of all the movies that have ever been made, this is one of them. (laughs) It's got a a great premise. Uh, Astronauts go to the moon. Uh, It's been so long since I saw this. Uh, It's a, a mission to the moon that... They're claiming was, you know, filmed But never released to the public And while on the moon These astronauts are attacked by Some kind of alien presence And I'm like, okay And what makes, what lands the, the movie here Is that the aliens, spoiler alert Turn out to be uh, rocks That are, that come to life Like alien spacecrafts, basically And All menace went right out the fucking window And I was like, are you kidding me? I just watched an hour and a half of Astronauts fighting rocks on the moon. Are you fucking kidding me? So I haven't seen this, but wow. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a loss.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I stayed away from this one because I heard it was back So I, I think that was like when I was just getting burnt out by the amount of found footage coming out. So I was just like, oh my god. I took my cousin and my
1: grandpa because I was like, they liked horror movies, and I'm like, this looks really cool. Trust me. Don't the critics don't know what they're talking about? Trust me on this. And they both were like, you you did this to us. Like, You brought us here. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I did it to them again later on when we went and saw Dumb and Dumber 2. So they don't go to the movies. I, uh,
0: anymore. <laughs> really good at picking the movies for them.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, so Apollo 18, number five.
0: All right. Uh, my number five It's honestly kind of interchangeable with my number four because they both kind of deal with the same thing. And I hated both of them pretty equally when they came out. Um, number five was a film that I also went to the theater to see. For I can't remember. I don't think it was your birthday. I think it was someone else. It was for someone's birthday. Um, but that was uh, The Devil Inside.
1: That that was for my birthday.
0: Okay, it was for your birthday. So
1: you I, was, I turned seventeen, and I was allowed to go see R-rated movies by myself. So we all went to see The Devil Inside.
0: That's right. My birthday's in January and shit movies come out in January. <laughs> so this all loops back to you and your story. You did this to me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about this movie in a long time. What a rip. Yep. I remember being incredibly bored throughout the movie. Um, And that, like, what is it? That, that one lady they used to promote the shit out of the film with the weird eyes. No weird eyes. She's in the movie for a fucking second. She's in, Insignificant. Not even like it's like a quick like oh what was that and then they go on with their lives like incredibly insignificant to the plot. Um, and then the biggest thing, the biggest fucking reason other making are just boring and just another fucking exorcism film. I'm, they that is literally the one subgenre that just cannot seem to do anything different, and I I've, I've stopped caring about that subgenre. Um, but it doesn't have a fucking ending. It goes to black and it tells you if you want the rest of the ending, go to um, the this website and find and see the rest of it. I'm like, no, go fuck yourself. Just film an ending and put it in the movie that I just paid for. What
1: arrogance to be like, you want to finish this movie you didn't like? Go, go check out my website. <laughs>
0: Come on. And I don't think that director's exactly done a lot of great stuff since then. I think it's William Brent Bell that fucking did that movie too. Is he the fucker who did Separation
1: last year? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, fuck
1: that movie. I that was terrible. Uh, that was back when I was seeing everything for sneak preview, and I went and saw that. And I was like, this is horrific. The best thing about my day here is the chips and not like in queso I got from the movies. It's like I was so focused on that because the movie was so shit. I was like, this is really good, but this is terrible. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, fuck that guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. This this yeah. Number five, devil inside, just oh boy. And
1: these are the best of the worst for our list. So it's all downhill from here. Um my number four. Yeah. My number four is 2014, Devil's Do. Holy shit, that's my number four, also. Huzzah! <laughs> what a boring piece of shit. Like you said. The exorcism subgenre is the same movie every single fucking time, especially in found footage. And this one was so dull and forgettable. I don't even remember the movie. I just know I fucking hated it. I know I gave it a two on the website. I think you did as well.
0: I did. So I, I remember this was like, this was like promoted to shit. Like they were like, you gotta check this one out. You won't believe it. Cause it was like the baby is possessed or something like that. Something, something stupid. And I was like, <laughs> I fell for. It. I was like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> I remember I watched it and I was just going, "Wow, this is bad." I'm like, "What the fuck?" I remember when it ended. I that sense of just elation I had when the credits. I was like, "Oh my god, it's over!" Oh, thank God.
1: A woman getting mysteriously pregnant and like by a demonic baby and overseen by a cabal of Satanists. Gee, never seen that before.
0: Yeah. Not since you know Rosemary's Baby or anything. Um, it's the same movie.
1: It's a blatant rip off. It's not even trying to hide it.
0: Yeah, you know what's crazy? You want to uh-huh. know who directed this film? Uh-huh. Matt Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillette. No. Ring a bell? No way. The guys, who gave me one of my favorite films in Ready or Not recently, and the best, one of the best fucking sequels to Scream in the new Scream. What happened
1: between 2014 and 2018? Like, did they take a writing class? Like, what happened? I don't know. There's no way that's the same guys. Holy shit. I, I don't know. I can't believe that. Wow. I, well, I'm, I'm glad they figured out their direction. Because they're really good now. Scream is great. With, with this. here now is great. Yeah. If this had been it, if Ready or Not hadn't happened, if it was just like Devil Do to Scream, I would have. I, I probably wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> I would have just been like, "Don't bother. It's probably going to suck." Look at their track record. <laughs> That's crazy. I even know because I don't talk about this film. I wouldn't if that was if I made that piece of shit. I would bury all evidence that I was ever involved. <laughs> Especially if I'm trying to get the reins to the Scream franchise.
0: <laughs> wow damn <laughs> yeah 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 this god i don't know what happens this movie is incredibly boring and it, yeah nothing that you haven't seen in their fucking exorcism film before it, yeah i just remember really fucking despising this when i watched it i i, I think i did give it to i think it's one of those ones i just kind of rant in my review um, if you ever actually read my reviews on, on the website and you see the movies I hate, it's really like less objective, thoughtful criticism, and it just turns into rants. A um, good example is recent Grudge film. I think at one point I put in all caps that they don't put the fucking ghosts in the movie. I think I like all capped it because I was at that point just angry as I was writing it.
1: I read my review. Just Actually, my review is one paragraph long. Let me go ahead and read it right now. Uh, this movie was awful. It had virtually no scares and the story wasn't resolved. Apart from a few disturbing visuals, this movie was very disappointing. Usually my reviews are longer, but I don't really have anything else to say. It's a terrible movie that I hope will be forgotten quickly. Enough said. 2014
0: Connor knew what was up. <laughs> Somehow out of that, we got two of the most exciting directors in horror since then. <laughs> Can't believe maybe. Maybe it's the screenplay because they
1: didn't write it. Lindsay Devlin wrote it. So maybe that's the person we should be condemning here. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. So that was my four and your four. Yes, it was. So we can go ahead and move to your three. My three is a film we watched together and both were like, what the fuck is this? The Gallows 2015.
0: We have overlap, but I'll get into that later. Uh, this is a ghost movie
1: about a haunted high school and some play that got somebody killed at one point, now their haunted ass host haunts the the auditorium, and a bunch of people break into school at night and are like, hey, let's do weird shit with the auditorium or some shit, and this ghost starts fucking them up. Uh, It's forgettable as hell. Somehow there's a sequel, The Gallows Act 2, that I have not watched and don't plan to. It was like filmed in secret and just
0: came out of fucking nowhere.
1: Yeah, nothing screams profit like a sequel to a hated movie filmed in secret with no promotion. <laughs> Good luck making your money back on that one. Um, I remember the only thing I really remember about watching this one is that it was New Year's Eve. And this was like the last film of 2015 I watched. I was thinking, like, what a letdown to end the year with this
0: piece of shit. <laughs> I remember we were both just like struggling to get through this
1: movie. Yeah, I think we took a few snack breaks. Like we, we went back and forth to it. We were just non committed. It, it it did not draw us in. And no,
0: ugh. no. Like I said, I'll, I'll talk more on my end on my feelings when I was watching it because we do have overlap on that one. I figured um, we would. Until then, though, my number three begins. As uh, I would say is. One of the things I kind of despise the most was just a disappointing sequel, and not just disappointing. Like, eh, it just wasn't as good as this one. It's this is bad. That'd be VHS viral.
1: Yeah, we got to overlap, but not yet.
0: Okay, I figured. Yeah. Um. So for me, like, look, like I said, I'm, I'm, you know me. I fucking love the VHS franchise. Um, especially the first two, and I did really enjoy '94. That was a very good return to form that I wanted. Um. I remember being so excited for this movie because I was like, oh my god, we're getting a third one. Holy shit. Hell yeah. I was on the high of two because two is a near perfect film for me. Like, that one is so good. And I was just like, bring it on. Let's do this. Let's see if they get it even better for viral. And they don't. First off, there's significantly less shorts. I think there's only like three or four fucking segments. Three, yeah. Three! And the first two had at least five, I believe. Like they made it count for that two-hour runtime they had. They made it worth it. And all three of the segments are incredibly disappointing and not fun to watch. Um, and then the wraparound, which it's like it's like almost as if they knew the wraparound wasn't really the strongest thing in the first two films, and they tried even less here. And like and especially now that '94 came out, which I guess secondly is them going back in time, Because viral ends with the idea that like the the tapes have gone viral and it's infecting the whole ward. But then like I guess they're that, that got so, so on that '94 was just like we'll just go back in time. It's fine. We're not gonna wrap around the cult this time. Fuck that. Like, um. So it's just like yeah, this film was. I remember just like when the credits rolled, sitting on my couch, in utter disappointment. I was just like, what the fuck did I just sit through?
1: Correct me I'll, if I'm wrong, but I think we watched that one together. a was staying over at your place, to specifically to watch that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then I think we watched The Duke as a palate cleanser because we wanted to watch something good.
0: That's right, yeah. Yeah, we were like, dude, why Let's watch it. And I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> and we ended up watching The Duke, which we had a lot more fun with. My... I think we kept making fun of the kid too about the Boba Duke because he was just so fucking annoying. I like the Boba Duke. Just FYI on that one, but that kid is fucking annoying, Boba Duke. Yeah.
1: We'll talk about the Baba Duke, but not on this podcast. That's a no. good movie. Um, yeah, as I said, I, I will have more to say about Viral a little bit later. Um, so, my, I think my two. Yeah. All right. Like you said. A disappointing sequel it is always worse, especially when it's so light years away from the quality of the previous films. But this franchise had a steadily declining quality over time. And at the time, this was the finale paranormal activity, the ghost dimension. Uh, what the fuck? This is uh, so over the course of this franchise, it went from a basic haunted house to a family with a history of demon deals To witchcraft And then this movie opened up Fucking time travel into it. And I'm like What happened here This is such an easy concept Couple are haunted by a demon It fucks with them for an hour and a half Ending ambiguous There you go That's all you need You don't even need a script But they had to get yeah. so over the top convoluted It's not even scary at this point It's just confusing and weird and off-putting And they tried to, I think, is this the one where they used a like Xbox Connect?
0: No, that's in the fourth one. Okay. Which stand well, that, by. For, stand by on that. One. <laughs>
1: well, that one
0: sucks too. But this one sucks so much. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll. yeah. I've, I took a while to watch this one, actually. I heard how terrible it was, and I was like, oh my God. And I finally sat there and I was like, yep, they were right. Like, yeah, it and what hey, I, I think what pissed me off with this one is that it was touted as, like, we're ending it here, which, I mean, even I knew, like, well, okay, you're ending it for now, but there's going to be no one, but how are you going to conclude what you have built up? You know what I mean? Like, that's always how I approach it when they even say it's the final one. I'm like, how are you, at the very least, going to conclude what you built up But just that little bit of nuggets to continue if you can? Has any film
1: franchise ever actually made good on that, the no. final one? Has that ever actually meant anything?
0: In horror, no. <laughs> um yeah i remember watching this just going um i was like how you guys conc-? i'm like i'm confused on how you're trying to fucking conclude this because you're not like you're leaving it open and then the other big thing was like we're going to explain finally and i'm like you're not explaining shit i don't i still don't understand the fucking storyline how it's all coming together and then the biggest thing for me was that and they I mean, this was again something they fucking touted before it came out was you're going to see toby and i thought for me being the whore friend I am I am of the of the um, camp that's less is more That uh, you do not need to show me for it to be creepy because nine times out of ten especially like you know I'm, I'm 29 now so nine times out of ten like I have been burnt by the hill like we're going to show you what it looks like and then I see it I'm like that looks like shit don't why would you fucking do that why did you take die and we'll get we'll get to in the fucking pyramid too people um mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm like, why would you fucking God fucking damn it? Like, it's not scary. I'm just taking out of the goddamn movie and it happens here. They show Toby and I say, I'm going, so this is the day i was supposed to be scared of this fucking thing for like, what, six movies at that point? Like, right. OK,
1: I forgot about that, that they, yeah, at the end of the movie, we get to see Toby and he's like a horrifically CGI typical demon thing that just does not feel threatening. I remember that now. Yeah, I,
0: apparently I blocked
1: most of this movie
0: out. <laughs> nope, I remember watching I'm just going, wow, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Uh, yeah, with that said, the reason I told you to hold off, my number two for the one I picked in this fucking franchise, Bono Activity 4. Um, I'll explain why. So with the Ghost Dimension, I hate that movie, but it's so goddamn gonzo. <laughs> what it's doing that, I'm just like, okay, whatever, fuck it. I'll, I'll leave it out of the worst because it fucking goes for it, if anything. And I almost picked Next to Ken because I was like, I really fucking did not like saying Mexican Next to Ken. But that ending is the only reason it fucking saved. It, it saved itself was the ending when the cop comes in, the creepy. That part was legitimately creepy and actually kind of like got me. So four I ended up going with because outside of that, I like the first three a lot. I can sit through the first three. I enjoy, especially three. I've always been a big fan of the prequel one. I think it has like some of the best scares in the franchise. And I was, I I really liked what they did with the marked ones, and like that went gonzo with it too, but it it worked in my opinion. I really enjoyed what marked ones did. Um, but with this one, it's boring. That's the thing for me with this one. You know, that's why it's me, it's the worst because it's so goddamn boring to sit through. The characters just I didn't I I didn't connect with any of the characters the the scares at this point were so fucking just boring to sit through and not like scary and yeah it had that whole connect thing which one just didn't work as a scare and two just dates your fucking movie now because even at the time it came out it was dated because connect wasn't a huge hit. I don't know how many fucking Xbox owners who were already trying to convince themselves the 360 was a good console, fuck off, Red Ring of Death. Um, but then you're like, even they, even the ardent Xbox fans could not fucking tell you what a straight face Kinect was a good idea. <laughs> so by putting it in the movie, it just stated the shit out of it upon release because no one fucking liked Kinect.
1: I don't even remember Paranormal Activity Four, so it didn't make my list. I, I couldn't tell you one scene of that movie, but I know I saw it.
0: Yeah. It uh, I remember like the and the thing is too, you sit through that movie thinking like, how does this even connect to what we got? You know what I mean? And it's the whole fact that like, oh, okay, she lives across the street now from Katie and um Tyler from the second film, I believe was his name. Or like the boy from the second film that gets stolen. She, she lives across the street. They move into the house across the street from them. Okay. Yeah. And that was like how they could connect this family to it. But nothing fucking really happens. And even then, when something does happen, because I do remember the ending. And the whole time, all I could think was like, she could have gotten out of this had she just stayed the fuck out of that house. So the whole ending was like, she goes to the house. And then, like, she ends up getting, like, attacked by Katie and the Covenant of Witches at the end but then it cuts to, like, fucking black, Ride and the credits roll. I remember sitting there going, had you just stayed out of that house, you would have been fine.
1: Yeah, but then we don't have a movie.
0: Right, but, like, I'm saying, like, the first three films especially, and even the Mark ones, I think one of the things I like about it was that they found a way to make sure, like, this wasn't any escapable situation. Like, those characters were tied to whatever the fuck was going on. They couldn't get out of it. They were part of the fucking thing. And then you watch this when you're like, had you just fucking not gone to the house and stayed out of this whole scenario, you would have been you literally would have been okay. You just want to be a nosy teenager.
1: I'm going to have to sit down and watch all these again because it has been a long time since I watched any of these. And I have that same set that you have. Uh, so I think, you know, p- Paranormal Activity will end up on FilmGasm at some point, either by the book or one of us. So it'll it'll happen. So I think I'll wait for that.
0: Yeah. I'll wait till we uh, we do it um, for the show. Um, I would say for a new one to come out, but considering the last film came went straight to Paramount Plus after I was supposed to get the theatrical release, which again that's why I was very nervous about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and you got put to Paramount Plus, and then its reception made me kind of go, "This franchise is probably officially dead." Like I don't, I really don't see it coming back after this. You know, it's not like how there's like there is a saw in the works right now. You know that that's still trucking along, but I I've heard nothing since this phone came out. I I think interest fell drastically after this after the last one.
1: Well, it's the ultimate
0: cash grab horror
1: franchise as far as I'm concerned because they can do whatever they want. You slap the name Paranormal Activity on it, someone's going to go see it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, you know, I, remember I was actually kind of curious when they first announced next King. I was like, well, how are they going to continue this after the ending we got with fucking Ghost mentioned? And I remember watching this going, i oh, are just going to ignore everything is going to be a soft reboot. So you could have just called it next again and not called it Paranormal Activity and you would have been fine, but okay. This is how we're doing. It. Again, I, I still say that 4 is probably my least favorite because of how incredibly goddamn boring it is. That, that is why I picked four.
1: Fair enough. Um, well, you should know by now, my number one is VHS viral. <laughs> this movie fucking sucks. And it is the low point of a pretty decent franchise. Uh, might as well go through the three stories, give a little bit on those. Dante the Great. It's got some, I remember it had something to do with like a magician who's, Terrible. I don't I don't even remember. I remember that. Like he was a magician. I don't remember the details. Uh, parallel monsters. And I'm going off my review from 2015 here because thankfully I wrote all this down. Um there's some kind of like people have like demon demon genitals. Yeah. Yeah. And then bone storm, which is basically jackass with with, with monsters. So that's, you know, after two movies that seemed wholly original and really creepy and unnerving to have this piece of shit kind of, you know, finalized what at the time was a trilogy. I was like, what a goddamn letdown. This is it never got worse for found footage from there. And that's probably because I've never seen Blair Witch too. But this is this is the lowest point of found footage film for me. VHS viral. That's fair. Yeah, I No,
0: yeah. I said I really hate this. The other thing, another thing for me was, like, with almost all the films, my I think minus this one, a lot of the directors attached have gone on to do, like, really cool things. I mean, the Radio Silence guys, they worked with, the, in the VHS franchise, and like, what they're doing now. Ty Rest obviously has fucking his new horror film, X, coming out, I think, next month, I want to say March. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it had a lot of talent. I don't, I can't recall who the fuck worked on fucking viral. So I just, I did not like viral. <laughs> yeah i doubt
1: they went on to do anything of note yeah
0: um what that means this should also be a process of elimination with my over that familiar but number one for me the low point found footage film to this day is well actually what we talked about today might beat it just maybe but as of now the gallows mm. <laughs> um i am glad you didn't mention it because i was going to wait till i brought it up but this both shows this movie proved how long I've been watching fucking horror films and how incredibly lazy this was. but if you recall, I called every goddamn scare in this movie as it played out.
1: I remember that yeah.
0: <laughs> I was a hundred for a hundred <laughs> like <laughs> right for an hour and a half. and it started I'll never forget when um, they're doing the interview outside the locker. And we're watching it and locker fucking opens by itself. And he goes to look. I remember I looked at him and I was like, watch someone close right now. And as soon as I said that, the thing fucking slammed close as if it hurt me. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is the movie we're getting for the next hour and a half. And I wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know if
1: that's just you being really tuned into horror or them just not giving a shit about being original.
0: It was both because <laughs> I can still like, you know, I, I, I do it occasionally when I watch a film, like and even when I go see a big release film, I'll be sitting in theater like, okay, they're going to do it now. And they do it, but I can still enjoy the movie. It's a good movie. I, it doesn't necessarily take anything away. It, Cause I understand going like, well, I've seen this shit. I know what to look. I've been to film school. I know what to look for. Just how my brain's wired. Sometimes they get me like, oh, that fucking sequence and scream where they kept thinking you're going to fucking have ghost face. Pop out when the kid's in the kitchen. That was brilliant. That was a fucking brilliant scene because it, it fucking got me. Um, but yeah, no. And this one, like, it's a mixture of that and the fact that yeah, they're just lazy. I mean, this film was cliched the whole way through. Um, the villain, I think his name was Charlie. Was like the name of the villain. Awful fucking villain. Just not someone that's gonna stand out. Like, I was surprised when I saw that they made a sequel to this film. Call it, by the way, called it The Gallows Act 2. Just so you know the title they're going for here. Act 2. Um, yeah, I, I hated saying this. And yeah, we did a palate cleanser after because it was bad. Do you happen to remember what
1: the palate cleanser was? No. No, I don't. It's been seven years, so I wouldn't, expe- yeah. I wouldn't expect it. But I was curious. I do remember, yeah, we both needed to watch something good.
0: Yeah, it was like let's was it Tropic Thunder?
1: Fuck it, might as well have been.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I just yeah, I god, I don't think I was more happy to see a fucking film. And in my life, I was like, Oh, thank god it's over. It's it's over. And after bugging, at the time I'm like, they're never gonna make a sequel. I was incredibly wrong. Well,
1: these are all films that we will, I'm sure, do on this podcast at some point and have to revisit. So here's a little tease of what's to come in the future.
0: Oh, yeah. These all qualify for this show, unfortunately.
1: Let's recap. Um,
0: line number five,
1: Apollo 18. Number four, Devil's Do. Number three, The Gallows. Number two, Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Number one, VHS, Viral.
0: For me, number five, Devil Inside. Number four, Devil's Do. Number three, VHS Viral. Two, paranormal, paranormal Activity. Four. Number one, The Gallows. Nice. Well, yup. With that said, now that we've had a little bit of fun with other movies, because the very scant info on the production of this film, let's move on to specifically shooting on this film and go into our awards. So, first up, we have the Zach Snyder, who I should point out had a update on his space epic this week. Concept art, just so you know, buddy. Here Good for, for him. Good for him. He can do whatever
1: he wants. doesn't mean I have to pay any goddamn attention to it. And a cast update as well. Charlie Hunnam. We got
0: Charlie goddamn Hunnam in this movie.
1: Well, he doesn't make the best choices, does he? He was in
0: that King Arthur movie. He was in Pacific Rim, a, original. He made a good choice there. How, don't you shit on the first Pacific Rim. You can shit not, on the sequel all you want, but the first one's awesome. I'm not going to shit on Pacific Rim. I'm going to shit on Zack Snyder because I'm tired of him. Okay, fair enough. But <laughs> yes, our, the worst scene. What was what was yours in this fucking film?
1: Um, honestly, the... Anubis reveal Uh, when we finally get to see the old whippersnapper who's been making all this ruckus
0: uh,
1: the the build up to this god to this monster that the Egyptians locked away in a pyramid they buried beneath the sand I was was looking forward to seeing something unforgettable instead I get a terrible CGI like PlayStation villain, and not even like a main villain, like a side kill, character you kill on the in the freaking tutorial. He looked horrific. He looked terrible. I was not like all menace completely went out the window. I didn't give a shit. I was like, all right, I guess they can escape this guy, no problem. I feel like I could. I, I don't believe he's there. He's
0: a computer game. Yeah, <laughs> he's the best you got. I'm going to elaborate more on this because I roughly picked the same thing. I wrote uh, the entire climax. Thanks to the lighting magically being improved. So we can see this terrible CGI creature. Um so yes, it, it's pretty much like roughly the same thing. Like the whole end of this film, seeing that creature or again a film that did have I agree, it was pretty bad badly lit. I don't know why they chose to be so natural the lighting, but it was it was shit. It was so hard to see. Um and I got fucking currents this time in my apartment that I can close and do shit. Um, but yeah, they they light it up just enough for you to see, and he pops in the frame, and yeah, you look at him, and I remember just saying, "I had the same thought, what you said about the game comparison." I was going, see it look like a PlayStation Two creation?" Yep, like, vibes out, guys. Like games have better graphics than what I'm watching right now. Like I've I've seen what God the new God of War looks like on fucking trailers. Like it looks better than this piece of shit. I think if they just gotten a tall
1: actor and made you know, put some effort into makeup, they could have made this look really freaky.
0: Yeah, there's I'll, there was one specific scene that I will talk about later that I think is the oh well no, I won't. I lied. Yeah, no, I'm right. sorry, I lied about my lie. There was one specific scene where the creature doesn't look terrible and I was kind of like, okay, if you light it this way it works, but they don't stick with that um they stick with saying here's all of the light and here is our creature that looks like absolute dog shit also is like what is he like
1: he's supposed to be anubis but like is he a god is he an alien like is he a mutation what what is this thing something tied to cats because he
0: had a lot of cat allies yeah i guess i guess he did what what the hell I I do I don't know. I I've, I've never I've look I've we both have seen our first horror films and I've seen my first sure obviously um I've seen some shitty villain reveals this has to make us some of the worst I've watched in a villain reveal where it's just like I'm watching it like why why would you fuck you didn't have the money for the CGI so why would you fucking even try?
1: Yep it's I would have done something better. You know, they had the idea of, like, the poison air. They could have had that, like, be hallucinatory, and there isn't actually anything in there.
0: Yeah, I would have been down for that. That was actually explored in um that video game, Animadon. It was, like, uh, gases that were making them hallucinate. Like, I would have been down for that. Because, um, yeah, I don't – look, I – so kind of like something I want to kind of bring up, like the whole like CGI versus practical, right? You hear it all the fuck time in the horror community. Whatever works for the budget you got. Yeah. And for the story you're trying to sell, ultimately. I do think because typically the lower budgets on horror films, typically, no, you know, there's fucking exceptions out there. You should go practical because it's going to look better for that budget. But if you do make that horror film for some reason, that can give you the CGI of like Transformers quality and you need to bring a creature to life that way, fucking go for it. As long as it can look good. It's all about yeah.
1: what, what makes sense for the film and what works with the aesthetic. And this was just so opposite everything else we've seen.
0: Yeah. It was like, it didn't work for the budget. It didn't work. For, it's it just didn't work. Um, <clears throat> that said, um, let's talk about our next category, which kind of t- apparently critics point out that they hate, right? What's in The, in the dialogue. So for us, the Ed Wood, the worst line or lines. <laughs> I only have
1: one. Um, and honestly, this was hard to get because while the script isn't great, the, I don't think the dialogue is horrendous, but there are moments of like, is this really the right thing to say at this moment?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The The script wasn't great, but the dialogue wasn't. I've heard worse dialogue in other horror films. I really have in good horror films, honestly. <laughs> Well, mine comes
1: from Fitzy, and it's right when they find the hidden passage to, like, Anubis's lair or whatever. And for such a giant pyramid, it does seem to be uh, fairly easy to get around. And, like, everything they need is, like, within walking distance. I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. Fitzy says, this doesn't look like Egypt stuff you find in the British Museum. Hey, guys? It's that little, hey, guys? That ruined it for me. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Fitzy. We don't need
0: your. <laughs> they don't care what you know. <laughs> I can just see, like, turn around, like, Fitzy, shut the fuck up. Just stop it.
1: Surprised I'm there wasn't you? more of that. I would have been saying that. Like, I would have killed him just because I could and oh, get, I could get away with oh, it.
0: Oh, I would have thrown him in the pit of spikes. <laughs> and out you <laughs> go, Fitzy. You're done. He pushed her, and that never comes up again. Yeah, they just kind of gloss over that. I don't even think he, he brings it up. He. <laughs> When they come over, I'm like, oh, we're just talking about the part where you accidentally ran into her and caused this. And then he tries to have a badass
1: moment of like, you know what? I'm going to face this thing because I'm going to die on my terms. Like, that is so out of character from the weak, dumbass we've gotten to know over the course of this movie. Now he's fucking Rambo. Are you kidding
0: me? Right. Just from like get grabbed and then his head like walked on.
1: Yeah. Good
0: one. I was laughing. Like, that's that's a
1: classic Anubis. Good one. That's a knee slapper right there. Good job.
0: <laughs> Davis.
1: Yeah. Um, that was one of the many Fitzy lines I could have picked.
0: Yeah, he had a lot of them. I won't lie, I I, I was able to pull two even then. One's because of delivery that I thought wasn't that great, and one's because I'm like, why would this be relevant? <laughs> um, so the first one is the relevant comment. Um when they see when they first fall into that first fucking floor and she that one lady I forget her name but the one that gets pushed into the spikes by Fitzy Sunny um, Sunny 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 Sunny. Documentary lady Uh, yeah she sees that there's like a hole that goes up and she's like oh I can climb that and the line that got me when Fitzy asked was like are you sure she goes I've been rock climbing my entire life I'm like something about when I heard that I'm like why is that relevant you're not rock climbing
1: (laughs) I almost picked that. I remember thinking, like, that's a weird thing to
0: say in this situation. Yeah. I'm like, first off, weird thing to say. Second off, you're not technically rock climbing, dumbass. Like <laughs> it's a circle. You have to do that, don't you have to do that fucking thing. It's all about core strength on this one, ladies and gentlemen. Where you have to push your body enough against the wall with your legs and climb up.
1: And also her surviving that fall with like no injury was kind of ridiculous.
0: Oh yeah, that was super ridiculous. She would have been dead. I think she fell on Fitzy. She fell on someone, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, good good call. Yeah. Just so that was my why would you say that line? My next one is simply because of I just thought the delivery was incredibly poor and it stuck out. And that's when he finds um the first half of his stupid little like rover. I forget the guy's name as well. Like I forget most of their names, I'm not gonna lie. Um and he delivers I'm dead. I'm freaking dead. The way he delivered that, which I felt was supposed to be like this big anguish, like he said, his life's work, they're going to destroy him at work when he gets out of this, and yet he delivered it like, "Yeah, I'm dead. I'm like I'm dead, dead. It's broken. I'm like I'm not, I'm not feeling your anguish here, buddy. I felt more anguish from the fucking rock fell on his leg that looked like it actually just fell on him, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, once more with feeling." <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going around. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of the Buffy episode, like right when you said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that that that's my other line. Um, with that said, let's go to the next thing that critics fucking destroyed apparently in this, and that is our Steven Seagal Not that they destroyed him. Well, they've destroyed him. Um he destroyed but, him. Know, yeah. Our standing for reverse performance. James Buckley. As Fitzy Wow you like
1: no hesitation No hesitation at all Within 20 20 minutes I was like Yeah I don't like this guy (laughs) It's This movie does not need a comic relief And everything he says Is unnecessary and takes me Out of the situation It's ridiculous he's saying dumbass Shit like this room smells like shit Doesn't it like just things like that Like shut the fuck up Fitzy we don't need your input. We don't want your input. Shut shut up, point the camera, and just wait for
0: your death, because it's going to happen. We know We know. it smells like shit, Fitzie. It's called cat shit.
1: Yeah. It's Anubis shit.
0: Yeah. And it, what's funny is that you hate him, and you know his death's coming, but it happens at the end of the movie. So you sit with him throughout the whole
1: movie. I know. And you know, that's a thing I noticed. In most found footage films, the cameraman is like, he's he becomes the uh, the comic relief, and most of the time it's unnecessary. It's yeah, just, I don't care I for
0: the best use of it. My favorite cameraman in all of found footage history now is the one from the Taking of Deborah Logan. The one that the first sign of what the fuck happens in that house, he packs his shit up, gets it all in the car, and leaves their ass. <laughs> <laughs> he never comes back. <laughs> Smartest goddamn character in horror movie history like oh my god <laughs> yeah i remember that and, wow. oh i was dying like i forget what she did she did something like i think it was like float off the fucking kitchen counter she did something weird and he just goes nope i'm out and, like, and they're like no come on he's like nope you guys have fun i'm gone and he fucking leaves
1: i wish there were more characters like that in horror who just like saw something horrific and were like this is not my problem i i'm i'm not gonna deal with this and just fucked off
0: yep and then like there's
1: no they don't come back at the end to die they don't come back to save anybody you do not see them again
0: no they go home they go play their video games watch movies they go live their life to like nope i'm gonna go back to not weird shit happening in my life
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but fitzy just had to have the last word he had to keep commenting on shit he didn't understand and trying to make people laugh in situations that were scary and it just, it's unnecessary and it removes you from any sort of fear you might be getting from this movie, if any.
0: Yeah, I am also say, I had no fear anyway, but you know, no. Yeah. Um, for me, I kind of had a tough time because again, like, yeah, it's, it's bad performances, but not the worst I've seen in a horror film by any stretch of the imagination. But I also went with the, who turned out to be our main chick Because I'm not gonna lie, I was really confused on who the fuck the main character was because this film does not establish that very well. I went with the late, the actress is actually Henshaw, but Dennis O'Hare's fucking daughter. Again, her fucking name was. Uh That's literally how much I don't like to. I don't remember characters' names. Uh That's hilarious. Yeah, usually I like I can remember characters' names. Like it's not hard. But I want to say Holly, but that's probably not right. I don't think it's right. All I know is that she wasn't Nora. Nora, that's what it was. Okay, she was not a good lead protagonist. She's boring. She's uncharismatic. Like, just there's no good goddamn reason for me to like watch her proceed. And again, the film was such a confused. Like, who was the main character at first anyway? That I thought it was Sunny. I was like, okay, it's gonna be Sunny. But then Sunny dies. I'm like, oh, okay, it's this chick. And yeah, it just this actress. I, I saw that she is she's still doing stuff, so she gets she can work, but not that great here, in my opinion. Well,
1: I mean, how many times is she gonna lay next to an open hole that has the Egyptian god of the dead down there?
0: That bugged the fuck out of me. She did it every time. Well, she'd make it up the ladder and then stop and lay down. I'm like, get why? I'm like, keep fucking moving till you're out in the open. What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't
1: buy her as an archaeologist at all. Like there's that weird scene where like the dude's creeping on her in the in the tent when she's like half naked that we don't need.
0: No, and it's and especially because as we grow that, that they're like hating boyfriend girl. I'm like, why are you being creepy? You've been inside her. I don't even know why you need to send the fucking rover in there, but like i want to naturally assume you've 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 explored her body in that tent. Physically. I don't know why the rover needs to be involved.
1: Well, if there's one thing we learned that he likes to do, it's exploring dark caves with his rover. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. God damn it. <laughs> he likes exploring areas where man has not tread with his rover before he ever oh, explores man. on his own. It's
0: so, uh, I feel like man has has stepped foot on um, that before not saying she's a whore i'm saying like she's a she's a grown adult i don't think he was like her first she's college. a grad student the well is not untapped yeah again not not slut shaming here on being on the bed just saying with probably facts for a grad student college go nuts yeah um with that before we just dig a hole here um <laughs> Which we're kind of all with the title with the title of this one, uh, the Michael Bay. <laughs> I just realized, like, no, we're digging a hole with Michael Bay and what what's come out with him recently. God damn it. Um, first filmmaking decision. I'm not gonna lie, either we're gonna have the exact same thing or not. So I'm curious. Go ahead, buddy. This was super easy
1: for me because this has bothered me for years. Why did they try to make this a hybrid of found footage and traditional? Why does it have a soundtrack?
0: Okay, yep, yep, we have the same thing. I put continued use of breaking the found footage element via both what you just said with the scope and the cinematic cam- camera angles. Yeah, pick a lane. You, you cannot have
1: both. It completely tears this movie apart. There's no reason for that. It's, it's ridiculous. I, it's, it bothers me, and it just makes for a shitty viewing experience.
0: Yeah, and what's weird is that paranormal next came to the same fucking thing. So it's so weird that they're that's what they're thinking is going to evolve it forward. Clearly, is we'll just kind of break it. And I'm like, no. Based off this film, and activity do not break it because it doesn't work. Like I'm 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 tuning in for a found footage film, and it's so fucking jarring when not only is there a fucking score, but You didn't turn around and do shots clearly meant to be traditional filmmaking shots that someone's not there filming it for found footage. And it's like, well, wait, why are we doing that? And what's worse is that the pyramid, at least for an activity, like, it happened here and there, but for the most part, it was, like, mostly found footage. They just felt there was this random host, they felt the need to break it. This one increased its breaking as the film progressed. At first, it was, like, found footage the whole way. And as it progresses... And they clearly didn't think the part through of like, oh, we're turning characters off. We only have one cameraman <laughs> and one guy with the camera. They didn't think that through. So then they're like, oh, shit. So they start breaking it more and more and more and more to the point that the ending is pretty much just a cinematic, like traditional cinematically filmed ending.
1: Yeah, it's, it's horrendous. Uh, I'm, yeah, it bothered me a lot. I wrote it down before I even started watching the movie so I've, I had seen this before back in 2014. I Netflixed it because I'm like, ooh, pyramid horror movie. I'm intrigued. And I was like, fuck, why did I watch this? So, yeah, I, I this has been in my head for a long time. I'm glad I could finally express these frustrations.
0: Yeah, it I don't look any feature for fucking footage films coming out from filmmakers. Stop trying to break it. Like that is not the way to push this subgenre forward in any way. I'm I'm, I'm glad there's attempt to push, but that's the wrong push. If you want to make a found footage film, fucking commit to the found footage. Find a way for there to be a camera.
1: <laughs> yep, Maybe it might we- not make sense, but they rarely do. That's one thing that always bog bog like bothers me is like why are they still holding the camera?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'll take that over like oh hey, learn the pyramid. We did not brought a thing about giving all the characters camera cameras so as they die fuck
1: <laughs> yeah that's probably exactly what happened
0: they're like fuck it just film the rest of it normal We're out of money <laughs> we don't get any more. it was 14 million or I think mean, it was like a two million I don't know it was a cheap fucking film six six million okay six yeah we already used it we, we had to make a new disguise <laughs> it's gone <laughs> it's like the South Park episode and it's gone <laughs> <laughs> And
1: it's good. Cool. I love that guy in the video game when you have to like spin the wheel to get him to be your friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good
0: times. Yeah, um, good stuff. Speaking of good times, let's see if we can do this next part. The part where we've talked, you know, we've talked about things we have really kind of hated, really hated in this terrible film. Um, but now it's time for the server lining. One thing, like one, it can be the little fucking chicken nugget thing for for you, right? It can be a popcorn chicken-sized positive for you. I'm really trying to make this work. Leave me alone. It works better than the goddamn movie. Shut up. Not quite getting your metaphor, but I, I like where your heart's at. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that thing? I'm. Oh, what's that fucking movie? I'm thinking of. He's like not what I'm looking for, but I like where your head's at. Oh, you know what I'm talking about.
1: I know that quote. I, I can't tell you the movie, but I know that quote.
0: It's going to bug me. We're going before, but it's going to bug the living shit out of me.
1: <laughs> we'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, so, go ahead with your silver lining.
1: Um, one thing I do like about this movie: the death scenes are particularly brutal. Uh, the kills the kills work. I mean, you got the one. Egyptian soldier who gets like folded through the tunnel, which is gruesome. Then you've got documentary lady falling on the spikes. You've got um, Dennis O'Hare getting an arm through the chest and melted. Yes.
0: Uh, Real quick, the nice guys. When his daughter does the coffee, it turns out to be cold. (laughs) And then Brian Gosling it's great editor honey. I like where her heads at.
1: Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, good. But glad, glad you found that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Dennis O'Hare gets an arm through his chest and melted, and then uh Fitzy gets his head smashed. So there are some really good kill scenes in this movie. I'll give it that.
0: Yeah, it's actually funny because I put a specific kill scene. So I agree with you on that. Like the death scene's all good. And I did actually I put Dennis O'Hare's death not the part where like the hand comes through his chest. Cause I actually think that hand looks incredibly fucking fake shakes away from the horror of that scene, which had you taken that made that hand look better would have been fucking horrific scene. Cause it comes, it fucking does legit kind of come out of nowhere. And it's like, what the fuck? Um, but it's the part of the, the, um, the night vision part. And this is what I'm saying is like, this is the one part where the creature does not look terrible. So night vision kind of hides a lot of that fucking roughness. Um, so to he gets points for that, for you know, creature actually looking scary in night vision. Um, But also just seeing him, yeah, like Daniel here is still alive. He's like ran the heart, and then he just fucking eats it, and you can see him just like get mummified as he's eating his heart. That part I did quite enjoy. Right on, yeah. I liked,
1: I liked it. I think that there's a lot of fantastical elements in this movie that aren't explained very well, like how Anubis is able to do any of that shit.
0: Yeah, like, how was he able to keep him alive with his heart out of his chest? And what was the ultimate goal of putting the heart on that on that way system? Like, was that to tell how good or bad he, like, he was? You know, all I had to do was spend, like, five minutes on this guy was a complete prick. Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I'll give you that. He, he didn't look terrible in that bit. But then once, you know, we got him in the light Looked like you remember the original Mortal Kombat movie, The Reptile.
0: Yeah, that's 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 what he kind
1: of looked like to me.
0: Yeah, and what I hated about that scene was like they have the light right and they put him front and center, like they were proud of this. They're like, Here he is, guys, he's finally fully unveiled. I'm just like, It looks terrible.
1: The Anubis soldiers in The Mummy Returns, which came out 13 years earlier, looked way better. Yeah.
0: oh god that's sad but uh yeah yeah It's yeah this part the creature doesn't look bad and it's a pretty badass death and like i said that that yeah the that seems are sort of really good even the one you don't see when the guy who should have definitely died by that uh stone that totally fell on his head and now it's like if the phone wants me to believe it fell on his fucking leg it really bugs me because the way it looks it fell on fucking top of him but it was like no it was like, his <laughs> leg. sure okay yeah. um but the aftermath, when they go back and like his blood is fucking everywhere, and it's like, what the fuck happened? But well, so, they yeah, would I,
1: drag up the tunnel. Like that was, that was creepy.
0: Yeah. And I, I wish that the care that clearly went into the death scenes went into the rest of the fucking movie. Yep. With that, let's, uh, let's move on to our next fun filled segment before we wrap things up on this episode. And that is what's in the box?
1: What's in the fucking box? Give the well, there's a lot of disdain in the box. This is the uh, lowest-reviewed film that we've covered yet. This has 1.9 stars out of five
0: on Letterbox. Yeah, I, I gave it one and a half on my Letterbox.
1: Oof, I think I gave it two and a half, but that was being generous.
0: God, you're way too generous. But I could also be way too cool. I fucking go for it if I hate your movie. I go for your throat.
1: <laughs> if... I like to give credit where credit's due. And if there is a silver lining, I do like to let that shine through in my review or my score. But you know what? I might be being too nice here.
0: Oh, no, I go for the throw for the, throwing the balls when I fucking hate a movie. You've seen my reviews.
1: I have. Sweet God. <laughs> so I have three. Uh, two quick ones and one that is a fucking essay about how much this guy hated this movie. Um, So here's my first.
0: You want to try my hands? I like it.
1: (laughs) No, it's kind of amazing. Uh, Number one, this is from Roman Kirby. I would have preferred if it was more like Scooby-Doo and had them all being chased by a mummy and then they caught it and took its mask off and it was like the president of Egypt. And he was like, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these meddling kids. But it wasn't. Half a star. (laughs) This guy just wants to watch (laughs) Scooby-Doo.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I would have watched Scooby-Doo right after. It makes me want to watch Scooby-Doo. <laughs>
1: um, this is from Peter Burt. Um, I included this one because the last sentence made me laugh so hard. Uh, Abysmal. But it also has a badly cgi Anubis chasing idiots through the catacombs of an ancient pyramid. So this is cinema, baby. One and a half star. <laughs> Just, I love that excuse for any movie, whether it's good or bad. Well, hey, that's <laughs>
0: can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's cinema. It's good. It's bad. It's in between. You get a little bit of everything with cinema.
1: <laughs> this makes me think of like you know, like uh, like Frank Sinatra running his own production company. Like that's cinema, baby. <laughs> Just nothing. Like, doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay, my final one. This is from Alex Faulkner. Bored this weekend? Fancy a strong laugh? Then you should see the pyramid this weekend. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll demand your money back. If an 80-minute, ineptly written, annoying boar fest with an underdeveloped, pointless story that presents even better premises for the movie itself do it for you, book your tickets now. Stay far, far away from this tripe. I could feel this film's cold, lifeless hands reach out the screen, steal my money, and scream, fuck you, before the credits roll. <laughs> a good example of what is wrong with modern horror at the moment, and why a certain filmmaker's involvement shouldn't lead you to the expectation of it being a good or at least competent movie. To add insult to injury, this abomination got a wide release from 20th Century Fox, who also released the similarly bad Devils Do, right there with you, Alex, they really can't choose their found footage movies right, can they? While much better movies get swept under the radar, this Sphinx cat shit gets top marketing on websites. The found footage angle in this film isn't even properly used. The film just gives up this approach when it simply can't be bothered anymore. The Pyramid is just a poorly written, boring cash grab, which has the damn shame of having big, reputable names and companies involved. They are there to fool you into thinking it'll be good. I could delve into the film in a whole lot more detail, but this film doesn't deserve to waste any more of my time on it. I could have seen Black Sea instead of this. As above, so much better. One star.
0: Above so much better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, Alex, how did this movie hurt you? Alex, I want you on the team. <laughs> That's what I want. Alex, I want you to point to me on this doll where the movie touched you. It's clearly everywhere. <laughs> I just love the, it reached through the screen, stole my money, and screamed, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I, just, I can't, <laughs> I've honestly never seen a movie that I felt was like physically hurting me like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite part was the As above so much better. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, oh God. I really like you know, that cinema, baby. <laughs> i like how you know i'm sorry it hurt you alex so so much but god I did i love that review i feel like you saw that at the theater and you're right home you were thinking this the whole time yeah i bet you know what that's i
1: bet i'm just picturing that cinema baby is showgirls al looking for the blowjob and trying to do like film reviews on the side and just being like well what that's what it is baby it's it's cinema
0: cinema god damn it get out of here i i
1: am bringing that guy back as often as i can <laughs> what if he was the he was the anubis they find in the pyramid like they he locked really him away blowjob. yeah they locked him away because the Egyptians didn't the egyptians didn't want to blow him yeah so they, they locked his ass in the pyramid yeah and
0: at this point, he doesn't care who he, he's swinging for both teams.
1: He's- I'll let you. I'll, I'll show you the way out.
0: but You know what it's going to cost. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the scenes where Numa keeps grabbing her as so she resting and holes all, take a whole different turn. <laughs> for those of you who are wondering what the fuck we're talking about,
1: listen to our Showgirls episode a few episodes back. I believe number three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so that's what's in the box. <laughs> well. Unlike this film, I'm closing that box right now. (laughs) We're going to wrap this up. So before I reveal what happens on next week's episode, or reveal what the next week's movie is, I don't know, I act as if we have a show that we reveal what follows in our storyline that we don't have at all. Um, Before (laughs) I do that... Next week on Beyond the Bad. Will Alex see a better movie? I don't know. Will Al
1: ever get his blow job? Find out <laughs> next
0: week. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, God damn it! All right, social media. <laughs> if you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Filmgasm Productions, I promise you, Al won't be there looking for blow jobs. If you want to shoot us a recommendation, feel free to hit us, hit us up over at foamgasm at gmail.com. Uh, we will fit you into the schedule at some point. If you would like to donate and support us in any way, shape, or form, find us on Anchor. Don't have to donate, but if you want. And then finally, feel free to get on our website, foamgasm.com, for reviews, trailers, articles, all of our episodes. With that out of the way. Next week on this show, Beyond the Bed, we are going to go full hog. Texas Chainsaw Massacre going on strong with uh, one of the probably the most bizarre sequels I've ever watched in my life. In a film I don't even hate that much, actually. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. A strange, bizarre film that the agents of McConaughey and Zellweger have tried to bury But thank you, Shout Factory, for relenting and giving us the proper Blu-ray this film deserves.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is my first time with this movie. I love the idea that not only did they refuse to take their names off the film, they put their faces front and center, right on the poster. I I love that. Like, embrace it. You're you're here because you were there. Just fucking deal with it.
0: Yeah, well, they got what they want on the cover of the Blu-ray. They're not on it, but, I mean, their name's on the back. It says starring Renee (laughs) Zellweger, Anthony McConaughey. (laughs) (laughs) You're still in the fucking... I'm going to put this into my Blu-ray player. I'm going to pop up on my damn, you know, 4K TV here, guys.
1: (laughs) not going anywhere. (laughs) Well, next Friday is the the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, on Netflix. So we're pulling out all the stops on our shows uh, on Filmgasm. We'll be doing the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake uh which i'm excited to revisit and i'm just excited to watch because i'm actually a
0: humongous fan of the 2003 remake sweet
1: uh yeah so that's our that's our plan um what do we got on oscar sunday this weekend um the sunday is best picture showdown i believe
0: Mm -hmm. is it this sunday or did i look one week ahead that's next sunday this sunday is the undefeated documentary sure, I did look one week ahead.
1: I lied to you all. Well, that's why I'm here, because I got to keep all this shit straight. Otherwise, I will lose my mind. So, yeah, 2011 is undefeated on Oscar Sunday, and then Sneak Preview will be covering the new Kenneth Branagh, Agatha Christie movie, Death on the Nile.
0: Unfortunately (laughs) for me.
1: It'll probably be pretty good. Be optimistic.
0: No. As I've said, it's got murder. You love murder. I also like a good movie. And so for all the reviews, I point out the murder doesn't happen until well into an hour into the goddamn film. Well, you got to establish the character so you feel bad for whoever gets murdered. No, you don't. It's a two hour film. Why are you waiting an hour to kill off someone? Just fucking kill them off. So you get to know them, I'm sure. No, it's a murder mystery. The fun of murder mysteries is playing detective as you watch the movie. And figure out who did it. Oh my god! Save it for Monday. <laughs> was it was it Colonel Mustard in the library with the wrench? Wrong movie. But that's I like where your head's. Other goddamn movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well, that's what we got for the next week on film Filmgasm Productions.
0: I hope you guys enjoy it. Yes. Um, until then. Don't uh, go be digging up old pyramids in Egypt and exploring them if you lose your fucking super expensive NASA rover, whatever the fuck that thing was. Um, Anubis or another horribly CGI creation just might be waiting to take you out. See you all next week. i will be on Beyond the bed.